Hi, my name is Diva. And I'm Donnell. And we are God's Girls, period. 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 <laughs> and I, we would just like to extend an invitation for you to join our podcast because yeah. it is all about being what? God's girl, period. Period. We are the daughters of the Most High King, and we are going to explore the Bible and dissect um, who God says we are and also explore the amazing women of the Bible. And we're just girls. And we're just girls. That's right. Period. Dear mom. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. You're a fur mom. I am a fur mom. The cute old corgi. Yes. And uh, sometimes she makes me lose my Jesus. And, and also she's married and I'm not. So it's going to be fun. Let's do it and join us. And remember, you're the daughter of the Most High King. Hi, my name is Diva Simmons, and I am starting a new podcast because I feel like I am called to do this. Um, we are calling it I Am God's Girl, period. And the reason I say period is because period we need to start acting like we are God's girls. We are the daughters of the Most High King. Let that sink in. The daughters of the Most High King. And I have drugged my family along, willingly or unwillingly. I'm not sure. <laughs> my name, like I said, is Diva. And my mama loved me so much. She gave me quite the icebreaker. Many, many conversations I have about my name. So I'd like to introduce her. Her name is Marilyn Simmons. And so, Diva, when I named you, there wasn't the diva that there is now, you know, with all the famous girls. It really meant divine. I am quite divine. <laughs> My sister's so, giving me a look. I don't think she thinks that. <laughs> so on that note, let's, let's hear from Donnell. Yes, Donnell, who has another unusual name. Yeah, I do. My mom did not name me. <laughs> She's going to name me Pamela. <laughs> you do not look like a Pamela. I'm nope. just saying. I probably would have been a librarian or something. I don't know. I love books so much. <laughs> just would have gone with the name. I could have done all this research for you for this podcast. Yes, you could have. So, yeah. Um, I'm Donnell. I'm happy to be here. And my sister didn't drag me, even though she might have said that. I came willingly because I'm very excited. We're all excited about this. And... Um, I really see a lot in Diva. I think she has a lot to share with you ladies. She has a lot to share with me. I am divine. And okay, fine. You're divine. <laughs> Mom said it. <laughs> you gave yourself a divine haircut well, when you were little. So when we're on that note, yeah. Donnell is Donnell Faye. Uh -huh. Faye means faith. I was really trying to set this up. <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> and what you'll get from us is that we are... Definitely perfectly imperfect. And as Donnell says, she needs a t-shirt with that on there. And I said, I've already looked at one. Um, and so as we dive into this, the, the premise for this podcast is um, I want to start with Proverbs 31 woman, because I think that we have a lot we can learn from her. Um, but I want to go through women of the Bible. I want to go through scriptures about who God says we are because we're in a season where there's so many women being risen to places of leadership. Um, I think, I mean, I don't know. I wasn't in the biblical days, but I'm pretty sure that we're in a season where it feels like there's more and more women being risen up. Don't you feel like that mom? 
Every day. Every day. And, and even if they're just rising up in their home. Yes, exactly. And, and that's just fine. like I've said. Some people may be leaving work, going back to take care of their homes. And yes. There's nothing wrong with and there's that. nothing wrong with that. It's all about who is in your circle of influence. Um, because as a mama, if you're a stay-at-home mom, you could be raising the next president of the United States. Um, and you could be like Hannah. Hannah giving up her son. You don't know what God has called you to in what season, which brings us to the next um, thing that I want to encourage you as we go through the Proverbs 31 woman study. Um, you know, there's a lot of information out there. I've always looked as a Proverbs to a Proverbs 31 woman as somebody I aspire to be. When I was digging in and reading all these different blogs, I found out that that is not how other people view Proverbs 31 woman. A lot of women are intimidated by her because they think that they have to be perfect and they have to be stuck in this cluster of this woman being her this this woman all the time when in reality it was probably um a lifetime of her becoming this woman and being this woman in different seasons. So that brings me to ask mom, what do you think of a Proverbs 31 woman? Well, you know, we've kind of talked about this before, and I told you that the first time I read Proverbs 31, what stood out to me was that she went and found fine fabric, and I was a seamstress. So that's how I related to her in the beginning. But as you've brought out, that at different seasons and different people's lives, that... that, that it will bring a different thought to your mind. It will. I definitely will. What do you think, Donnell Faye? <laughs> <laughs> well, I when Diva asked me this, I Proverbs 31, and she asked me in the context of burning that oil, the, like your midnight oil or whatever, and I said it reminded me of Grandma Addie, our great-grandma, because she... When she passed away, she had 90-something of us in the family. There were many, many, many of us. <laughs> there still are. And she prayed for us, and she held us in prayer. Mm -hmm. And you can see that across, like, the generations that we have. She prayed for Rena. Rena wasn't even born. She, Rena, she never Rena's my met, daughter. <laughs> never even met, met Rena. And she prayed for her. Yeah, and you can. You can see that blessing. And what was interesting is um, something that mom said about Grandma Addie is that they the the woman that her mom saw was not the woman that we saw because she got saved later in life. So tell us a little bit about that, Mom. Well, I just, through the years, you know, even like going through old pictures and things like that, there used to be this drawer that we all went through. And when we'd go through those pictures, you'd see – Grandma and Grandpa, and they weren't like the staunch Christians that they are now. <laughs> and we, and then our parents would gradually tell us, well, Mom and Dad got saved at later in life, so who you know isn't what we knew at all. So she really was becoming that polished um, version of what Jesus wants us to be. Mm -hmm. She was... She aspired to be. She aspired to be a Proverbs 31 woman. And in her later years, she definitely became that woman. Well, Donnell, since Grandma Addie was such a woman of prayer, and as um, we have been, didn't mention, actually, she had a prayer closet. I thought since you thought of a Proverbs 31 woman as Grandma Addie, you should lead us in prayer before we start the study. Okay. 
So Heavenly Father, thank you for this time together. Thank you for anybody that is listening to this. We pray that you just put words of wisdom upon us and we speak your truth as we're working through this Proverbs 31 study. And thank you for Diva's heart and the things that she has to share with all of us. Okay, that was a good prayer. Amen. Go team. (laughs) Um, So what I wanted to do with this is I wanted to start with the first part of Proverbs because we always focus on the woman. We don't actually focus on the first part. We're just reading like we're just studying the first so many verses. Yes, we're going to do Proverbs 31, 1 through 9. Okay. And so I'm going to read it and then we'll lay out the context um, of where they're, what it's for. So Proverbs 31, and this is from the NIV. The sayings of King Lemuel, an inspired utterance his mother taught him. Listen, my son. Listen, son of my womb. Listen, my son, the answers to my prayers. Do not spend your strength on women or your vigor on those who ruin kings. It is not for kings, Lemuel. It is not for kings to drink wine, not for rulers to crave beer, lest they drink and forget what they have, what has been decreed and deprive all the oppressed of their rights. Let beer be for those who are perishing, wine for those who are in anguish. Let them drink and forget their poverty and remember their misery no more. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, for the rights of all who are destitute. Speak up and judge fairly. Defend the rights of the poor and needy. So the interesting thing, ladies, is so let's let's take a look at Proverbs as a whole really quick. Okay. Proverbs um, was during the reign of King Solomon. Mm-hmm. King Solomon reigned around 950 BC from when I looked to like 970, I think is what it said. Um, and Proverbs is actually laid out in three different parts. The first part is, uh-oh, my notes. <laughs> oh, here we go. Um, is uh, chapters one through nine was wisdom for young people. And then 10 through 24, chapter 24 is wisdom for all people. And wisdom for leaders is 25 to Proverbs 31. So I find it very, very interesting that God ends this chapter of Proverbs, the last chapter, telling a man what to look for in a woman. A very wise woman. <laughs> virtuous, a virtuous woman. A virtuous woman, a woman of valor. Um, so I just find it interesting that, um, and, you know, as we go through this, I really felt led to look at it from the context of being a leader. Because like I said before, God is raising up women, whether it be in your um, circle um, of your household or to be a CEO of a company, or even as a single woman. I'm a single woman. Um, I I am not. Yes, she is a newlywed. Um, and so we're able to look at it from all aspects. We're, look at, we're able to look at this woman from a married woman's perspective, a mother's wisdom, and a single lady. All the single ladies, 
Oh, single ladies. <laughs> I was downloading uh, some apps on mom's phone today and I had the audible app, you know, like mm-hmm. I share it so she can start listening to books on tape. Cause you know, she doesn't like to read. And, um, I have those ones about Matthew Hussey and Steve Harvey, you know, the day yeah. books. I was like, so do you want me to download how to listen to <laughs> how to get the or, guy? Yeah. How to get the guy. And she's like, no, <laughs> hey, ladies, you, you got the guy. I did get the, you guy. Did get the guy. Um, so, or he got the girl. So, um, I, my Bible is the life application Bible and I have this highlighted. This is what it says about the book of Proverbs. And I think this is really cool. This is a book of wise sayings, a textbook for teaching people how to live godly lives through the repetition of wise thoughts. And Proverbs is becoming my favorite book of the Bible. Well, there's an interesting thought there that our thoughts are as important. Mm -hmm. And we'll be discussing that throughout this. I wonder how often Diva's going to tell us on her podcast this this story or this book of the Bible is becoming my favorite because I think what <laughs> happens when you study. Actually, no, over the last several years, I used to dread reading Proverbs. I used to think, oh my word, how boring. How funny. Is this? Isn't it funny that we resist the things we're supposed to do? And why don't you go to King Solomon? That became your favorite book of the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> So that being said, good segue into King Solomon. So King Solomon, as you know, loved his ladies. Yes, <laughs> and he so did. I think what's interesting is um, in the first verse, this is not King Solomon, even though they say that he wrote most of the Bible. This is the sayings of King Lemuel, an inspired utterance his mother taught him. So this is the sayings of this king's mother. And this is the only place in the Bible that King Lemuel is mentioned. The only place. And so there are biblical scholars have very various um, various theories on who King Lemuel is. Um, but the two that I found most interesting is Lemuel, many, many scholars believe that he was um, the king a king of Massa, which is a descendant from one of Ishmael's clans. Very interesting. And they said that it was, I think it was the northern border of um, of uh, King Solomon. And then the second one is that Lemuel is actually a poetic name for Solomon, which I find interesting because it says, and listen, my son, listen, son what of my womb, that? two and three. Listen, my son, listen, son of my womb, listen, my son, the answer to my prayers. Do not spend your strength or wealth on women, your vigor on those who run kings. So if this is the poetic name of Solomon, he wasn't a good listener. (laughs) (laughs) This would be Bathsheba talking to Solomon. And crazy. I mean, if you think about it, that's it's really. it's interesting because of how he was brought about in this world. It's, it's just, it's an interesting thought. Um, but um, yeah, so basically she's telling him where his weakness is. Don't spend your vigor or your wealth on, on the wrong woman. And so this is her telling him what to look for in a woman. So it'll be very interesting to go through this study. What are your thoughts, Donnell? 
On which part? On um on the Bathsheba or which if it was king yeah what king he what, was what do you th- what do you think your thoughts are well uh, what I'm, in the bible i'm using which is a super old bible <laughs> like it keeps saying thy and <laughs> the i mean like i don't even know what some of these words are and it's making me sneeze <laughs> but um it says like at the top you know how like some some of your bibles it'll kind mm-hmm. of give you a little topic for, it says the words of let me yell the curse of intemperment intemperance. Sorry, I have a hard time pronouncing words, but I'll just look that up. And it says that's the lack of moderation or restraint, especially in alcohol. Interesting, because that leads into the next segue. Hey, guys, this is Donnell, the co-host of I Am God's Girl, period. We hope you're enjoying our show today. If you would like to connect with us on social media or have questions, make sure you email us at essentiallydiva at gmail.com. Enjoy the show. Isn't a segue like that little scooter thing? I heard one of those. You did. I did. I you was did. so proud. I got all the way through and didn't <laughs> fall. And that was exciting. But yet you've got a blown knee and you <laughs> But broke. it wasn't it wasn't okay. from the segue. Okay. Segment. Oh, okay. All right. Just making sure. I can't pronounce words and you use wrong vocabulary terms. It's all right. (laughs) (laughs) Dono got the look. I am. Okay. So (laughs) let's get to what's important. I'm still being polished. You are being polished. I'm I'm imperfectly perfect. You gave me the complete segue. (laughs) That's why you're getting that uh, that shirt for your for your next birthday. <laughs> okay, so um, the next segue <laughs> is uh, four through seven. It is not for kings, Lemuel. It is not for kings to drink wine, not for rulers to crave beer, lest they drink and forget what has been decreed and deprive all the oppressed of their rights. Let beer for those who are perishing, wine for those who are in anguish, let them drink and forget their poverty and remember their misery no more. What do you think this says, Donnell? Well, to me, the way I'm interpreting this is she's saying, hey, if you're poor and you're depressed, it's okay to drink. Hmm. <laughs> um, maybe not. Maybe, not. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you can ride your segue while you're drinking. <laughs> <laughs> It could be Paul Bart, mall cop. (laughs) No, uh, well, it's just saying that, I don't know, what do you think, Mom? Well, it's saying, I mean, we've watched people Mm -hmm. that we go to the office party and somebody's drinking. They're not making good decisions. No, they're not. Actually, when people get in a car and drive home after they've drank, they think they're okay. Actually, Donnell and I have a funny story on this. Donnell, when you guys see pictures of us, you'll realize that we look absolutely nothing alike. Um, And we have very different personalities as well. And right after my, my divorce, I went to an office party and I didn't want to go by myself. And so Donnell went with me and my coworker was plastered, wasn't she? She was. Yes. And she she came up to us and she was like, 
you guys look so much alike. I can totally tell your sisters. And we just kind of looked at each other. You don't, you don't usually hear that, do you? <laughs> no, we don't nope. use it. Never heard that. And what did you call it? Beer goggles? Yes. This, she had beer goggles on. <laughs> so not many only, mistakes are made with beer goggles. <laughs> so not does it does it not only make you not have sound judgment, it makes you see things completely different. And so as a leader, as a king that rules over people, or and if you want to rule over your house, whatever it may be. You're not going to make the best decisions when you're well, plastered, right? It was kind of interesting that it said, give strong drink to him who is ready to pass away, which Donnell made a comment to earlier, and then <laughs> wine to the bitter, distressed heart. I make heart. the not-so-nice, politically correct comment. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, they're saying it's a, I don't know if, they're not necessarily saying it's okay, but they say you you can give to those people who that, are needy, who are needy, but also distressed in their heart. Well, and so what's interesting is when I was researching this, because I was trying to be like, you know, God, let me be the work of your hands. <laughs> I do. I try. Um, I did find a verse in uh, Esther that said King Xerxes, King Xerxes was drunk when he vanished Vashti, which was his queen. Sounds like that from his, fortune girl. <laughs> What's her name? Man. Man. Vashti <laughs> from his presence. And so, and in that, and I'm, I might be paraphrasing this wrong, but basically in the beginning of that story of Esther, um, Queen Vashti was um, being basically summoned by her husband and she refused to do it. And in his drunkenness, he vanished her. And then that's when they went out to look for a new queen. And that's where Esther came into play. Um, so he didn't make a sound judgment and he sent his wife away for something that she really wasn't doing. That was that bad, but he did it in front of all his leaders and, um, and his so he staff. couldn't go back on it. So he couldn't go back on it. Because it would make him look. Because, and he didn't, he didn't come from a place of sound judgment. And so it's it's interesting um, that, it, I mean, she's telling him, do not. He obviously didn't read the letters and words of Lemiel <laughs> at all. <laughs> Something like that. Which brings us to our next one. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. This is eight and nine. For the rights of all who are destitute. Speak up and judge fairly. Defend the rights of the poor and needy. And um, the thing that I got from this is judge fairly. You know, when you're in a place of leadership, you have to make split second decisions. Um, as a mother, you have to do that. Um, as a fur mom, you have to do that. <laughs> well, she does. Yes, she does. As um, a leader of a country, you have to do that. Um, and all of it bears a weight of responsibility. And, you know, um, you really do have to judge fairly at, in that position because you don't want to give partiality to one side. Well, and I, I lead um, a bunch of women. Yes, every do. day in, in two aspects. I have a yoga studio and I have my essential oil business and that's leadership development. and judging fairly is a is a big part of my everyday task yeah and I have a wonderful 
woman sitting across the table from me that will, what is it called? A a sound take board. you off the ledge a little bit. <laughs> She's and a great sounding board. She is. She is. She's so a says, wise woman. I, you know, I'm reading from the Amplified. It says, open your mouth for the dumb. And then it says, those unable to speak for themselves. So it doesn't necessarily mean people that can't talk. Because when you say the dumb, mm-hmm. it's people that can't talk. Uh, but it also is for those that their mouths are gagged or bound. Um, we've, we've talked a lot at this table about sex slavery. And what an issue it is in our mm-hmm. country right now. And somebody has to speak up for those people, too. Yeah. So it's interesting that you say that because um, you must have an older one because this is one that came off of BibleGateway.com. It's amplified. Open your mouth for the mute, for the rights of all those who are unfortunate and defenseless. Open your mouth, judge righteously, and administer justice for the afflicted and needy. So as leaders, we have to step up and stand in place for those that cannot speak for themselves. Christine Kane, as you know, has the A21 sex traffic um, thing. And um, and she talked about, I saw her the, um, speak about this the other day. And she said, you know, I, I speak up for those that cannot be heard. And they're trapped in the sex slavery. And she's the one that God has called to go in there with her husband and bring these girls out. And and so she is. She's in a place of leadership, and she's able to do that. So it's I don't interesting. Know if you girls know well, this, yeah. that Ellis County, Ellis County, right here where you sit at this table, has become a sanctuary for babies that would be abortion. So if somebody was being forced to abortion, they come to this county. They can't do it here. It's called oh, yeah. a sanctuary county, and it is the only, the first and the only one in Texas. Wow. So I that, that is though. talking mm-hmm. about the ones that can't speak for themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. So there's lots, there's lots of instances that somebody couldn't speak for themselves. Yeah. And so it's interesting. So that we're able to see all of this just in nine verses. So. Ladies, I want to leave you with this, including you, Mom and Donna. <laughs> I want to read you an affirmation. We're big on positive um, self-talk, and we're big on personal development through Christ and through um, whatever means that we have to get there, right? So I want to end with this. Dear sisters in Christ, whether you see yourself as a Proverbs 31 woman or not, God sees you. He knows the number of hairs on your head. He knows why you were brought to this podcast at this moment for a reason. You do not see yourself the way God sees you, not even close. He sees the potential in you. He sees you as a work of art he created. He sees your pain and he knows your thoughts. He sees the depth of your soul. He loves you unconditionally and will meet you where you are at. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a future. Then he goes on to say in verse 12, Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. 
So you see lovelies, you, he will meet you where you are at. Don't be intimidated. Come to this study with an open mind and an open heart as we share ours with you. Be God's girl, period. And know that we love you and we will see you soon. So if you'd like to connect with me, you can find me at Essentially Diva on Instagram or at Essentially Diva on Facebook. I hope that you enjoyed the podcast today. Um, remember that you are God's girl, period, and live your life like that every single day.